Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from mjots 7 who says, Am I the arsehole for refusing to take my toddler to visit my in-laws? And it does come with an update. Hubs and I have a young toddler. 15 months old. We live out of state from both of our families who are also far from each other, a five hour drive. Neither of our families live very close to a large airport, about three hours for my family and two for his. For context, my family adores Hubs. His family hates me and I don't like them either. The reasons they hate me aren't important. Just know that it is nothing that I've done. There are certain unchangeable things about me that they hate and they were against us being together as soon as they found out. Since establishing boundaries and getting married, they have calmed down but they still avoid speaking or making eye contact with me. Now, we have a toddler and I'm planning a trip to visit my parents for an upcoming holiday. We're also planning to tour the area because we were considering moving there next year. I've done all the legwork to plan the trip Hubs wants to visit his family as part of the trip, but I refuse. My main reasons are, it's way too long of a car ride with how young kiddo is. It's already enough traveling and stress just getting out there. Second, they didn't do anything for our kid. Multiple members of my immediate and extended family have visited at least once and stepped in to help with childcare gaps, even though they are all a flight away. So part of the purpose of this trip is for us to be the ones going to visit instead of them always coming to us. Hub's family has never met kiddo and have only done two video calls, although they have sent some small gifts. Third, we'd have to take more time off work to fit it in. Hubs is pissed and thinks I'm trying to deny his family a relationship with our kid. I've extended an open invitation for them to visit, but so far they haven't. There is no financial burden on their side, they just give semi-plausible excuses. They counter with an offer to take kiddo for a few years so we can focus on our careers and kiddo can learn their language. Obviously, that's a hard no from us. I offered to meet them for a day or two in the major airport city. They go there all the time, since we have to go back anyway, but that's not good enough either. Apparently, we have to go to them and can't expect them to accommodate us because they just won't do it. So if I want them to meet kiddo, we have to do all the work. But I don't really care if they meet kiddo or not, especially after all they've put me through. It's not my job to make sure that happens. If Hubs wants them to meet kiddo, then he needs to plan his own trip and coordinate with them. Not tack on to what I'm already planning. Hubs thinks it's ridiculous to expect him to plan another trip when we're already going to be out there, even though it's not exactly close, and I'm not considering his feelings. Am I the arsehole? Now, in the first paragraph, you says the reasons they hate me aren't important. Just know that it's nothing I've done. 
I'd really love to know why they dislike you so much. The word hate is a strong word, so I'd really like to know. Maybe we'll never find out. But for now, if we look at the actual question itself, I don't think you're the asshole in this situation. I mean, it sounds like you've tried to get in-laws to meet and have a relationship with, with your child, but they're making absolutely zero effort themselves. So why would you why would you put yourself out to do this? It just doesn't make sense. And don't get me wrong, I can see from the husband's side that he'd want to he'd want his family to be a part of your child's life. Who wouldn't want that for their child? have your family being a part of that life but it just seems like they are making absolutely zero effort and maybe he can't see that at the moment and i found it really interesting that they offered to take the kid for a few years so you can focus on your careers but anyway as usual we'll cover a couple of comments before we move to the update so algebra lover says not the arsehole you do have a marriage issue though and a family issue he offered to take a child for a few years to allow you to focus on your careers suggests that his family is a certain ethnic group to me and that you likely are not the same ethnic group. This is why they refuse to have anything to do with you. You need to make absolutely certain that you are present on any visit between your child and your husband's family. You don't want the child left with them and your partner needs to back up to say no. You also need to watch the interaction and make certain they are welcoming to the child and don't discriminate based on ethnicity. I hope I'm wrong, but I've seen it too many times. Good luck. OP said you're pretty much spot on the family dynamics and ethnic group issues. I suspect that if kiddo was a different gender or turned out to be a darker color, they wouldn't be interested at all. I'm definitely not going to allow any unsupervised visits for many years. Wynn says not the arsehole. However, exactly what your in-laws hate about you is somewhat important here. Because if your child shares those unchangeable characteristics then you would actually be an arsehole for introducing them to the kid at all op replies saying i've been told i should be more upfront about it because i didn't make it clear in the post but my in-laws are super duper racist and they hate my race most of all so even though most of the active conflict is settled there's no coming back from it because they didn't change their minds or open their hearts they just try to pretend i don't exist as much as possible Oh, dearie, dearie me. That's a, that's a fuck no. C-Jack says, Info, what is your husband doing to back you up with his family? OP replies saying, He's actually done a lot. I don't need them to like me or make fake conversation with me, but I do need them to respect me as his wife, meaning no more single invites to family events, no more excluding me from holidays, no hiding me from grandma, etc. He did put his foot down and things have improved to a place where I was satisfied. But having a kid added complexity to the situation. And one more from a tight self who says no one's an asshole here, but I do think you need to have a conversation with hubby about it. Maybe he doesn't want to spend a lot of time with his family. By taking a couple of days at the end of your vacation, he is minimizing contact, but still seeing his family. It's not necessarily the right way to do things, but it avoids conflict and an extended stay in what would be a hostile environment. You said he was supportive of your boundaries and set them with his family. So I could see where trying to do an additional different trip could be something he is not interested in. A week or extended weekend specifically seeing them is not going to be pleasant for any of you. I can also see your point. You planned this whole trip and now he is throwing a wrench in it. Asking them to meet you at the airport city is a rational compromise. I've told in-laws before that we'll be in XYZ city on this day and would love to see you. 
They met us and we had a great time. His family are racist and that will include an attitude along with microaggressions towards your child on a good day. On a bad day, it could get much, much worse. I would be very reluctant to subject my child to that for any length of time. A calm conversation with your husband about how he sees a visit playing out as well as how he feels about his family being part of your lives in the future is very important. If he does plan a visit, make sure you guys have a hotel to escape to. Do not stay with his family. OP replies saying the whole trip is only supposed to be a handful of days, like five tops. There's simply not enough time to see them without having a big impact on how much my family will see us. If this was a two-week thing, then yeah, we could go out there. But since it's so short, I don't think it makes sense. But if we did stay, we absolutely would get a hotel. I'm not welcome to stay at their home. His parents are so dramatic that on one visit, his mother hid in her car for two hours in the middle of a snowstorm in the driveway to avoid me because I was the only one at the house at the time. Father-in-law was at work. Hubs was running errands for them and I had to take a meeting so I was there alone. But I agree, it sounds like we need to have more of a long-term view of how much we prioritize my in-laws versus my parents when it comes to kiddo and time off. This is the first time it's come up and it's been contentious. So then OP came in with the updates, which says I appreciate all of the comments, even the ones that said you're the arsehole because it helped me remember to be empathetic to my husband's feelings. In the end, I stood my ground. We will not be visiting my in-laws for this trip or at all in the near future. It definitely got a bit heated, but logically, it just didn't make any sense to visit my in-laws. We'd be about five hours away by car. We'd have to rent a car to see them. We'd have to pay for a hotel because they don't want me in their house. And they don't even celebrate this holiday. I also recently started a new job and don't have much PTO banged up. What little I do have I need for the short holiday trip and then our big move in spring. I laid all this out to my husband and asked him how we could resolve these issues and he didn't have an answer. Can't magically get more PTO. Neither one of us wants to add 10 plus hours of driving on a trip that already has a cross-country flight or pay for a hotel slash car rental. And frankly, our parents do not live near each other even though it might be the same region. I think one lives in New York City and the other in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, it's the same state, but it's not close at all. So this expectation that we see one, we have to see both has to stop. A few weeks later, we talked about it again in the context of us moving closer. Still five to six hour drive. And I laid out for him that I'm simply not willing to go so far out of my way to make sure my in-laws have a relationship with our kid. They are racist. They were terrible parents to all of their kids, but especially abusive to my husband. They're already playing favorites. Read Golden Child and Scapegoat with their other grandkids. And I'm not going to move heaven and earth to have an idea of a family with them. My husband has come a long way in not jumping every time they snap their fingers, but this was something he struggled with. I completely understand that he wants to have the same experience that I have had, of showing my kid off to his family, watching the bonds develop, etc. But in reality, it just won't happen for his family. They don't care about him very much, never call or send gifts for his birthday, even though he spends a lot of money on them for their holidays and birthdays. They still have no plans to come visit our kid and haven't done a video call in six months. In the more than 10 years we've been together, not once have they come to us. So we're dropping the rope. Husband is free to have whatever relationship he's comfortable with, but we aren't going to be putting in any extra effort right now unless something changes. I hope this helps other people in multiracial relationships. 
see how things might turn out. Your in-laws may never come around and you have to decide if it's worth it to you. For me, it is, but it's not without conflict at times. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What would you do in OP situation? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. Let's move on to another story. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. I was sent this one on Twitter a couple of times as well. He says, am I the asshole for telling my sister that she overreacted and screamed at me for entering hers in her husband's room? So I, female 23, am a full-time college student. Right now, I'm living with my sister Claire and her husband Thomas while I get through my current semester. I don't work, so I don't have everything I need for my daily skin slash hair routine, so I borrow stuff from Claire. Claire didn't have an issue in the beginning, but then started complaining about me randomly walking into her room. I go in there looking for stuff I asked for. She gave me a hard time just because I walked in on Thomas half naked to get the eyeshadow I borrowed from her. And then another time I walked in late at night. She told me I needed to get her permission to enter the room before I take anything. But I figured this would make things complicated. (laughs) It's enough that I have to ask to borrow an item. (laughs) So, last night at around 10pm, I went upstairs and into her bedroom to grab the hairdryer. I walked in and, whoops, I saw them in an intimate position together in bed. I had no idea they were doing it, especially since Claire told me that Thomas had been feeling sick the past two days. She lashed out at me, yelling that I get out. I quickly grabbed the hairdryer and walked out and shut the door. Minutes later, she came downstairs in her robe and went off on me saying she was done with me repeatedly disrespecting and violating hers and her husband's privacy. I told her it was cool, no big deal, and that I needed the dryer but didn't have time to ask for permission. She got even louder saying I had no business barging into a marital space and embarrassing her and her husband like this. I told her that I was sorry but she really overreacted to this whole thing. This made her more pissed She went on about how I'm living here rent-free and yet not being respectable enough. I stopped arguing and went to my room. This morning, Thomas left the house early and Claire ignored me on breakfast. Still upset saying I don't get to say whether she overreacted or not and that my behavior was inappropriate. She even wants me to apologize to her husband for making last night awkward. Stories like this, I come into it where they've got this sort of attitude and I always think, how can you be so clueless? They've kindly let you stay with them rent free. She's letting them use like 
your, the makeup or skin routine, hair routine stuff as well. At the end of that first paragraph, you said, it's enough that I have to ask to borrow an item. So you, you find it too much of an issue that with that in itself, but now you need to get permission to enter the house as well, which you also don't like. I mean, come on, with that sort of entitled attitude, it sounds like Opie must be an absolute nightmare to live with. Claire gives you a very clear boundary of what you need to do. You broke that boundary. And the way that you disregard her feelings towards it, the way that you play down the situation, saying it's not that big of a deal. If you manage to stay in that house, I'd consider yourself very lucky and start apologizing very quickly. If I was in your position and someone let me live there rent-free, doing all this sort of stuff, I'd be respecting every single boundary they put upon me. I'd be doing that anyway and showing my gratitude towards them for being so kind in what they are doing. Not acting as if I'm entitled to it all. But Pizza Interaction says, you're the arsehole. I'm honestly baffled that you're even asking. She specifically requested that you not go into her room without asking. And you ignored that because you didn't feel like asking. And then you validated her concerns by walking in on them. How do you not see that you are in the wrong? Infinite says, in quote, she told me that I needed to get her permission to enter the room before I take anything. But I figured this would make things complicated. It's enough that I have to ask to borrow an item. Then goes on to say, it's not about you. She established a very reasonable boundary and you refuse to adhere to it. People are allowed to dictate who enters their personal space. You're the arsehole. And there's sometimes posts where, you know, it's just full of you're the arseholes. There's nothing controversial. No one's the arsehole here. There's no point in carrying on reading the comments. They all go down the same line. But what do you guys make of this one? Would you allow us still to stay in your home with this kind of attitude? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from a throwaway account who says, am I the asshole for refusing to let my husband pull 14K out of my account without signing a contract? I, female 36, have been married to my husband, male 42, for two years. I've never been married before him, but he was married twice and has six kids. He requested our finances to be split. Fine by me, because seeing he blows through his money is so frustrating. He says he has kids, commitments, and has to provide, but I don't think that the kids will need that much money to live like the other kids. His bank account is always almost empty, whereas mine has over 20k. We take turns paying for daily expenses and stuff. Lately, he's been struggling with money. He borrowed from a number of people, including my own brother, about 4k from him just a week ago. He just seemed desperate for money. I asked what the deal was and he said that he needed money for the kids, which seemed fishy since kids don't really need that much money for their expenses. The eldest is 16. He came and asked to borrow 14k from me, pull it from my account and into his. I tried asking him what he needed the money for, but he said it was none of my business, then insisted that he'll return it ASAP. I said okay, but under the condition that he sign a contract stating he'll return the money in full. He acted all shocked and offended, then went on about how I don't trust him and his word. I told him that's all I got and this was my one and only condition. He kept ranting about how I'm refusing to help and making the situation more difficult for him instead of cooperating. I insisted on a contract to be signed before he even pulls a penny and then this morning when I told him this one more time, he blew up and said that we are family and that I should be ashamed for involving courts and lawyers between family. He left the house and was upset he hasn't responded to any of my calls yet. Am I the asshole for standing my ground with this condition? 
Now, absolutely not the asshole for wanting a contract for this. I wouldn't even be considering handing that money over because I think there's something far bigger going on here. I'm not sure what, but there's something far bigger going on. The fact that he's saying it's none of your business, yet telling you, you know, it's family. We're family. You've got to give me that money because you don't trust me otherwise. Yet he won't trust you with a reason why he wants that money. You've already said his bank account is always almost empty. He's borrowed 4K from his brother a week ago. Now he wants 14K from you. He's digging a big pit here. And why? And I think the reason he's not signing anything is because he knows this money isn't coming back. CLI says, if you could return that much money ASAP, you wouldn't need it in the first place. You'd be open and honest about your time frame for repaying it. This is absolutely a gambling debt. I've been around this. The last person I had to cut out in my life was this person, a friend gambled constantly, always needed to borrow money, contingent he'd be able to pay back double as soon as possible. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't here either. Two years sounds about right for the maximum amount of time one is able to hide something like this from another person close to them. Ant says you're the asshole to yourself. Do not even consider giving him this money. And I said giving because you must know you'll never see it again. A piece of paper will not conjure this money out of thin air so that he has to give it back. You're inventing a condition so that you can tell yourself he won't just take the money and lose it. He must know that if he needs to borrow such a large amount of money, he can't afford to pay you back and he's borrowing even more from others. His attitude, his secrecy, the fact he's hitting everyone up for money. Why are you with him? Why did I read this? So depressing. And one more comment from Games Cats Comics who says not the arsehole. He has either one, a gambling problem, two, a drug addiction, three, a secret girlfriend, child, slash ex who needs the money and he's prioritizing them over you. Don't give him anything without being clear on what it's being spent on or better yet, run. Edit, a fourth explanation just came to mind. He might have fallen for a scam and either doesn't know it or is embarrassed that he did it and now needs the money. Advice is still the same though if he isn't willing to talk to you about it. And before you go, a cheeky little wholesome tale from r slash mark narrations. User is called Villian, Villian54. Apologies about that pronunciation, my friend. And it's when, back when a Freddo cost 10p. <laughs> Those times, man. I've been listening to the wholesome stories and figured I would offer my own simple story. When I was about eight years old, if I'd been good and done well at school, I'd be allowed to rent a video game from the rental store and I would religiously ride my bike to the store every Saturday morning. One morning, the shop wasn't open and I had to wait about 10 minutes or so for the owner to arrive, which felt like an entire lifetime to me at the time. I knew a game came out that week and wanted to know if they had it, so tried peering into the window to try and find it and must have appeared visibly frustrated. While I waited, a woman came over, saw they weren't open yet and went to the post office nearby. As she returned, the owner arrived and apologized for keeping us waiting. They had the game. Thinking this day couldn't get any better, I rushed to the till and waited behind the lady who saw me and said, I think we both deserve a treat for waiting, don't you? And picked up two Freddos to add to her order and handed one to me after paying. I'm pretty sure my face must have been a picture of shock and wonder because as I asked, really? They both smiled and laughed. I can't remember the game I was so excited about, but I do remember that simple act of kindness. And that must have been some years back, you know, video game rental stores. Freddo costing 10p, that cheeky bastard. 
He costs a lot more these days. I always love the joke about Fredo now having a house and a mortgage and kids. That's why he charges so much. <laughs> I used to love video game rental stores when you go into them. All the games you could imagine, you know, before the times you could just download them like so easily. And you pick the game off the shelf, £2.50 for the week to rent. Amazing times. But now I turn today's stories to you guys. What do you guys make of them? Let me know your thoughts as always. And just a huge thank you for sharing your time, sharing your love with towards the stories, towards myself, towards one another down in the comments. I think it's always wonderful to see and I love to see it. Thank you again. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Then along came a time when you crushed my dreams Oh yeah, you played me like a fool And you made me believe that the line between love Wasn't thick enough to read Oh yeah, you see we in despair Crime everywhere You're selling false hope Cause you just don't care Nah, uh, you just don't care Nah, 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 you just don't, just don't care uh, You just don't Still selling false hope Cause you just don't care Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner Three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 